Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in Georgia Tech podcast. We are your co-hosts, Jackson Caldell, RJ Schaefer, and we're coming to you on, I guess, what we can dub Victory Saturday. Uh, Georgia Tech athletics, pretty much all around, but especially in the ones we're going to be talking about today, just winning all around. You know, you never can tell what you're going to get with Georgia Tech basketball. Like, they they got blown out by Clemson. Uh, you had the comments by Damon Stoudemire after. You know, you kind of wondered how, how that might affect the rest of the season. It doesn't seem to really have much of an effect at all. They, they went on the road and beat a reeling Miami team. And when I say reeling, they're reeling. This was Miami's sixth straight loss. Like, they have completely fallen apart this year. But you also had baseball just absolutely destroying Cornell today that like that game was quite literally over in the first inning like it, it was it was eight nothing after the first inning and we'll dive into that and we'll also touch on uh, we were going to mention this on the, the show Wednesday uh, after the Clemson loss but it, we were waiting for things to be officially official but now that they are Buster Faulkner was mentioned as a head coaching candidate for Georgia State I don't know how serious it was, but he was obviously not hired there. That was went to Dale McGee, the running backs coach at Georgia. He's taking that job now. We'll just kind of give some very brief thoughts on it. Um, I guess let's 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 start with basketball. Just you know, this literally just ended about an hour ago, or maybe maybe a little less than that. You had a great. I'll just like just the points off the top of my head. This was the best Miles Kelly game in, in quite a while. Scored twenty five points, seven eleven from three. Just a really efficient day when he is on it makes the offense flow much better. It's the fact is he just hasn't been very good these past few games, but uh, he, he's their most talented scorer. It just doesn't always show, but he had a really good game today. They kind of survived down the stretch. They didn't hit a, hit a basket for the last seven minutes and, and some change there. And then Sturdivant, just big, big free throws down the stretch. Like it, that was huge. Like college free throws, you never really know. Like some guys can be good. Some guys can be bad, but it's kind of in the middle. And then just the defense in the second half. Miami scores 49 in the first half. They only scored 27. They only shoot 19% from three in the second half. Um, RJ, first of all, how are you? And then second, what are your quick thoughts on, on just today's win and everything? Yeah, I'm doing good. I One thing I really liked watching this game is seeing, you know, they put a lot of emphasis pregame on moving the ball, and that's how it was. Like this, this first half was – fast pace, get the ball out of your hands. If you're not shooting, you're passing it. Um, and I really like that. Like, Georgia Tech attacked from the three-point line. In the first half, it was somewhere around the range of, like, 70% of the shots were threes. I don't, this was just a game that Georgia Tech, you know, needed to have. Yeah. Uh, you're absolutely right. And I, I think me and you both said before the game, or at least before the show, like, we actually did pick uh, Georgia Tech to win this game. Like, I, I'd written about it a little bit. And, look, Miami had been reeling. This is the kind of game I know it was on the road. I was I was just surprised Miami was an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Like, I still think that college basketball odds and betting are a little bit behind. Like, I don't think they catch up to some of these teams as quick, but that's a whole other discussion. But I, I, Miami is not the team you thought they would be in the preseason or, you know, they were picked to finish third or fourth in the conference. I don't know how many people actually believe that, but that, that's where they were picked at. You know, they're coming off a final four run. This is their sixth straight loss. And Georgia Tech is just the kind of team that, that gives them trouble. They're a very up and down team. Sometimes they can play up to their competition and, and win. And, you know, I looked at standards and yes, they're still in four, 14th place. They're only a game and a half back of 11th. Look, I, I have no, trust in Georgia Tech to finish the season strong because this team is as inconsistent as you could possibly get. 
but you don't really have a, a death row death row of a schedule. So there, there is some possible movement up, but overall, just a really good win. And like I said, I was really impressed with the defense in the in the second half. Like Miami really had a hard time scoring, and that that is the one thing they do they can do. Like Wuga Poplar, Matthew Cleveland, Keyshawn George, who's you know I've seen some mock drafts have him in the first round. Uh, I don't know if he's it, that good of an NBA prospect, but we'll see. They they have a lot of talented players that, that that can put the ball in the basket, and Georgia Tech just really clamped down on them. And it's not like Georgia Tech is like a defensive team either; like their their defense is not very good. But um, you can attribute some of it to some poor Miami shooting. But man, just just a it was a good win, good all around win. Um, I'll have some more elaborate thoughts on this once I can dive into the game a little bit more. Like I said, it just ended its instant. So, do you have any any other thoughts, just kind of off the top of your head, on on what stood out to you about today? I have nothing like deep analytical into the game. Um, but I do want to talk about those last seven minutes because I was sweating. <laughs> like by and doggo missed a layup with like seven minutes to go. There was absolutely no offense and it kind of felt like that same old story, you know, heck gets a big lead. No, they got the lead up to double digits and you're like, just hit one more basket, one or two more baskets. Yeah. And like this thing is over. And I'll just point out one other thing, the turnovers. I thought this was going to kill them again like it has so many times. They had 12 turnovers. Miami only had five. Miami just really didn't do much. They only had 11 points off 12 Georgia Tech turnovers. Like You could say that's the difference in the game. Yeah, and I don't know. A lot of it comes from like, – like Georgia Tech had – I'm not sure when it was, on 10 minutes left in the second half. Like They had three turnovers in a row. Mm-hmm. Like that that is insane. But I mean they pulled it out, so who are we to pick it random? Yeah, but bottom line is they went on the road and won. And yeah. I'd have to see the exact number, but remember they beat Miami last year, um, when Miami was number twelve. They kind of have owned Miami in a weird way these past few years. Miami is again, they went to the final four last year, the Elite Eight the year before. Like they've been a really good basketball program under Jim Laranega, but Georgia Tech plays them well. And I, I just find it kind of odd because you can, you know, whenever I'm prepping for a game and stuff and writing my notes out, you'll see, like, whether it's, like, Notre Dame or Boston College, like, Georgia Tech just has the worst luck against some of these some of these bottom-tier teams. But against Miami, they, they have good luck. So good luck figuring that out. But they'll be back next Saturday. I think they get a full week off before they play again. And it's the last home game next Saturday. They play Florida State. They've got three more games to close out the season. Um, and then it'll be ACC tournament time, and we'll see what happens there. I would maybe they can win a game there. I, I just I have I can't predict this team from week to week. It it it's kind of crazy. I felt I felt decent about them winning it today just because of how bad Miami's been playing. But uh, moving forward, I, I don't know how you can feel good. But uh, I guess let's move on to the other big victory. Look, we haven't gotten time to talk a ton of baseball just because it's still early in the season. Um, but man, today was super impressive. Georgia Tech moves to six and zero. They get a series win against Cornell, one at twelve to two, and this game was over pretty much as soon as it started. Aiden Vinatieri strikes out two in the first inning. We go to the bottom of the first. Drew Burris hits that leadoff home run, and then you get a couple of RBI doubles, and then just more home runs. Burris hit two. He had two plate appearances in the first inning and hit a solo home run and then a three run home run. He has been on an absolute tear to start the season. Like I, 
I think he is going to could be ACC Player of the Year material if he keeps on like this. It, it's very early in the season. College basketball is a or not basketball. College baseball, excuse me, is a very long season. We'll see how it goes. You know, we're we're still uh, in the very early stages of. But man, Drew Burris is putting together something really special. This whole offense, like you, never really have to worry about Georgia Tech having a bad offense. I think you know, especially over these past few years, the concerns have been pitching. Vinatieri today, five innings, ten strikeouts. Yeah, and you look at this team, like this team is not your traditional Georgia Tech team, not only because of the pitching, but in years past, Georgia Tech offensively has been very good, but a lot of that is, you know, having a powerhouse offense, having a ton of guys, you know, reach double digits or reach 20 homers. Yeah. And I think we're only going to have one of those this year, and I like um, not really a small ball approach, but the lineup which is so much different than last year like this is an entirely different team uh i love the line lineup that's getting put out there uh matthew ellis has been great drew burris has been great green yeah like i mean this team is i i think you can talk about you know being a front runner in the acc from here on out um, yeah just how they played I think it's possible. But like I said, I, me and you were talking before. It's Again, it's early in the season, and they haven't exactly played a, a, a really rough schedule yet. And not that a lot of teams have, but, you know, until you see it in ACC play, fans, analysts alike are going to be skeptical because you got to see it against higher-level competition. Cornell's a pretty solid team. Georgia Southern's a pretty solid team. But it, it's just it's going to be a marathon. Like I said, it's a long way to go. But it's a really good start. Uh, they, they Series finales tomorrow at 1 o'clock, I believe, in Atlanta. Um, they'll go for the sweep there, seven and zero start. They'll just keep piling up wins. That's all I can say. Like the offense is really good, and like the bullpen was really has been really good this season too. Like they've had a couple of like I think the first maybe it was the first game against Radford, and maybe the the Georgia Southern game too, where I think they gave up six maybe six runs in like the first inning against Radford in that very first game of the season, and then they gave up like three against Georgia Southern in the first inning. That's been like the only pitching problems you've really had because man that very first game against Radford I was like oh god here we go and just wondering you know if the pitching coaching change was not gonna be enough to work or but man we still don't know if it's work but good start good start any any other thoughts on baseball no I I just I'm really excited that we're talking baseball now because baseball is my sport um this is just to me this is such a um better Georgia Tech team than years past, like using the transfer portal to a maximum, which has been, you know, seldom used by Georgia Tech in the past. It's just, I don't I'm very excited for this season. We'll see how it turns out. There's going to be plenty of baseball talk coming yeah. up. With ba- basketball's winding down. You know, we'll be hitting spring football too, but like ba- baseball's going to be a, a central talking point on here, and I'm excited to see how it goes. But all right, before we get out of here, um, just some football stuff. There's you know, we're still a few weeks out from spring practice, really not a ton to get to, but the coaching carousel just never seems to end. Um, and a, a couple weeks ago, I believe, is Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott left to go back to South Carolina where he's going to be the tight ends coach. Um, so there was an open vacancy there. Buster Faulkner, Georgia Tech's offensive coordinator and tight ends coach, has been mentioned for a few jobs uh, this offseason. Uh, like I, off the top of my head, I'm in Middle Tennessee State, where he's coached before. They had a head coaching job open. Kentucky's offensive coordinator, uh, that spot. 
and look, when, when when you hire good coaches that have success, like Buster Faulkner was a frankly probably the best assistant coach last year in the ACC, at least off the top of my head. That one of the best hires uh, last offseason. He did a terrific job. He's going to get mentioned for jobs. The Athletic put out a report last Wednesday, right before the Clemson game, the Clemson basketball game, that Buster Faulkner was a really strong candidate at uh, Georgia State, and that's how it was phrased, was he was a strong candidate, along with Georgia running backs coach Dale McGee. McGee got the job, like we said earlier, and again, I don't know how far along Faulkner got in there, but he did interview there. Look, I they get to keep Buster Faulkner. That's my main takeaway. Like, we don't have to spend a ton of time on this, but like, I, it, it's good that he's staying. Um, he keeps doing a good job with this offense. Like, other other positions are gonna, other opportunities are gonna come available to him. But the good news is, is he does not appear to be leaving um, ahead of the twenty twenty four season. Yeah, but I think um, one thing that arises with looking to the future, like if Buster Faulkner's is good next year. You know, what kind of uh, whisperings, what kind of rumors are we going to hear next year? Um, but be glad, as Georgia Tech fans, anybody listening to this podcast, be glad that Buster Faulkner is staying. Because Buster Faulkner, like you said, is one of the best in the ACC, and if not one of the best in the country. Yep. I, five in the top of my head, I think, are better assistant-wise. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you have so much continuity on offense next year. You know, Dominic Blaylock left for the NFL. Connor Scaglione was out of eligibility at right guard, but went out. Still have a deep receiver room. You got a, a, some 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 good help on the offensive line. You just have so much continuity there, and then especially with the offensive staff coming back, like that's why they might have the best offense in the ACC next year. And that's something me and you have talked about. But we'll get into a little bit more of uh, spring football here as we get in there. But we thought we might want to mention that. But um, RJ, any other thoughts before we get out of here? Ah, really, this is just a great week for Tech. A great day. Great. Great, great day. Great day. <laughs> Let's not get carried away there. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's it's been a good day. Baseball won. A lot of sports won today. It wasn't just these two. Um, we can only fit so much in the mystery action pod, but good all-around day for Georgia Tech Athletics. But if you're watching this on YouTube, you know the drill. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you're listening on podcast. We appreciate the follows. Give us a review, one star, five star. It doesn't matter to us. We want to know how we can improve the show, make it better, and we want to hear from the fans, the community, which is what this is for. So uh, me and RJ appreciate it. We will be back with a show next week. Um, we'll, 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 we'll let you know when it's coming out, but we'll definitely be back with a couple shows next week, especially after the Florida State game next Saturday, and, and we'll have one before that as well. But uh, as for us, this is Jackson Caldwell. That's RJ Schaefer. We are the Believe in Georgia, Georgia Tech podcast. Thanks for listening.